Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. Um, this is your weekly rundown of what's happening in the sky. Um, I wanted to mention that at the end of this week, we are we are gearing up toward a full moon this week. So today is the first quarter of the moon, which basically means that today is a great day to take one inspired action towards your dream or toward whatever intention it is that you're holding for this um lunar cycle. So every new moon, we set an intention or um, have some sort of feeling or desire that we want to hone in on. And at the first quarter of the moon, halfway between the new moon and the full moon, we have an opportunity to just check in with that intention and make sure that we are staying on course and start to take some actions toward it. Because now the moon is starting to to gain light. And so it's an opportunity to take whatever you're working on and bring it out into the world or um, take one big step forward. So the first quarter of the moon is a really nice time to check in with what actions are you taking and what action is required at this time. And let it be inspired actions. You never want it to be something forced. Um, One of my favorite coaches, one of my business coaches, she says, um, you know, push when you feel pulled. And I really love that. So um, push where you feel pulled right now. So, okay. Um, this week we're leading up to a full moon, which basically is, um, that time in the month where we get to celebrate our wins and celebrate what we've been working on and celebrate what's going right. And, um, if we do have any adjustments or pivots we need to make, it's a good time to make them. Every month in the Luminary League, I get together with the girls and on Zoom, it's on video chat and we connect and we talk about the the full moon. I talk about the astrology for about 20 minutes. Then I lead a meditation. Then I lead a writing exercise, some journal prompts around what's coming up for you around the full moon. And then we open up charts and we look at everybody's chart who's there at the workshop live. And um, I give you a mini reading based on the full moon and where it's happening in your particular chart. And this is so much fun and such a great cost-effective way to stay connected with astrology and to stay connected with me throughout the moon cycle, throughout the month, so that you're really working with the planets. And if that's something that's interesting to you, um, you can head on over to my site, veronicapretty.com slash league, and you can join us for $25 a month. And if you're not interested in that, but you want to support the podcast, there are two other ways to do that. You can... Um, support the Astrocast by donating $5 a month, or you can um, support by donating $10 a month and you'll get my exclusive bonus new moon Astrocast. So I just wanted to share that with you guys in case you wanted to join up this week before the full moon, um, because we're going to be hopping on Sunday evening, 5 p.m. Eastern time to talk all things full moon and Virgo. And I would love for you to be there. So let's dive into what else is going on this week. So not only are we gearing up for a full moon, we're also gearing up for the sun conjunct Neptune on Sunday. That basically means that all things that are eluding us, all things that are secretive, all the illusions, all the haze, all the fog, all the unknown, 
um, all the confusion is being illuminated, right? And so those are the things that Pisces also rules because Neptune rules Pisces and that's where he's hanging out right now. But we're having an extra added dose of that because we have Mercury retrograde in Pisces. Now this week, we're going to have Mercury backstroking into Aquarius for a few days or really more than a few days. But you know, Mercury has spent most of this retrograde in Pisces, but will dip back into the last few degrees of Aquarius um, as he stations direct and turns back around. So it's really interesting time because we've got a lot of Pisces. The sun is in Pisces, Mercury retrograde is in Pisces. Um, we've got Neptune in Pisces. So there is a good deal of confusion and unknown happening. And because Mercury is retrograde there, our minds are really being driven by our emotions and you might be feeling really spacey. You might be feeling a little bit anxious because you're feeling like you're dealing with the unknown, like you're in the haze and the fog and not really sure where you're heading or if you're heading in the right direction. So this period of time is really challenging us to trust ourselves and to trust the process and to trust our spirit guides, the universe, um, whatever it is that you believe in, angels, whatever it is for you. Um, for me, I often tune into my spirit guides and ask them to help guide me when I'm feeling like I'm in a place of unknown. We all have spirit guides. Um, so that's something, if that works for you, feel free to call on them and ask them to uh, hold your hand as you move through this. And um, we're all being challenged a little bit. Our faith, our trust is being challenged. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. And, you know, this feeling of chaos or the unknown or confusion was really potent last week as well. And we did talk about it a little bit. It's going to get even more potent this week. But I do want to review a couple of things that happened last week. So we know that we had this market correction because of the coronavirus. Coronavirus has really blown up. And there's a lot of confusion around it. There's a lot of misinformation. Hello, Mercury retrograde in Pisces. Like not shocking that there's misinformation floating around. And by the way, what happens on the news is a reflection of what we're all experiencing in our lives. So there might be misinformation and chaos and confusion in your life right now or in your workplace or in your family or any of the institutions that you're a part of, the communities that you're a part of. So really challenge yourself this week or not challenge yourself, but use this as a challenge, turn it into a challenge for you to come back to those things that center and ground you. So if that's your meditation practice or your yoga practice or taking a hot bath at night or, um, you know, spending a little extra time with your children or getting out into nature or um, deciding to take a day off and just binge watch Netflix. If that makes you feel centered and grounded, then go for it. Um, sometimes like we need to just prioritize the thing that is going to help us come back to ourself. So I really give you the permission to do that this week um, because it's important and because there is so much chaos and so much unknown that we're working with right now. And sometimes... Um, we can let our emotions and our mind spin out in these types of situations. And I really want you to remember that um, you want to come back to the facts. You want to come back to um, whatever the facts are. You want to check the CDC if you're having anxiety about coronavirus. And you want to stay away from all of the conspiracies on the internet. So 
the conspiracies are definitely being inflated by this period of time that we're in astrologically because we do have the sun joining up with Neptune, illuminating the illusions. We do have Mercury retrograde in Pisces. So just be mindful that the illusions and the misinformation is, is really, really flowing right now. And a lot of people are feeling so anxious and so desperate that they're clinging to that kind of stuff. So just be aware of it. Um, I want to dip into last week for a moment and just say that not only do we have the market correction, that was Venus and Aries squaring Jupiter in Capricorn. So the last time Jupiter was in Capricorn was in 2007, 2008, and that was obviously the last market correction we had. So we all knew as astrologers that this was coming. And it's not the end of it because we've got Jupiter and Capricorn through December. Don't let that scare you. Let that prepare you. Okay. And remember, all of this is an opportunity and a challenge for you to go inward, to find your center, to find your ground, to not let the world and the circumstances spin you out. Um, And then we also had that chaos in the debate stage and we had the women on the debate stage being fierce. Um, and they were on the attack. Venus and Aries is, is the goddess on the attack. The goddess is a warrior. Um, and then we also had Harvey Weinstein and Roger Stone being, uh, being convicted uh, as guilty. And so the Harvey Weinstein case was a huge, huge thing for women and for um, survivors of, um, of you know, sexual harassment in the workplace or otherwise, or sexual abuse in the workplace or otherwise. And And there's a lot going on in lots of communities right now, not just the the stuff on the news about um, women and having their stories being elevated and heard. And that's been going on for a while. It really got um, brought in by Jupiter and Scorpio about two years ago. And then it really kicked up with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in January and um, or really even continue to get kicked up with Jupiter and Sagittarius. Sagittarius is the truth teller. And now we have Venus and Aries squaring all this Capricorn stuff. And Capricorn rules the patriarchy. It rules the government. It rules corporations. It rules the things that historically have held power for us. Um, So it's really interesting. And so we've got all that happening. Remember, Venus in Aries is a little bit of like a precursor of what's going to happen in the summer when Mars is in Aries. So just pay attention to what was on the boards for you the past week. Because if you were feeling a certain way, that might be a little bit of a preview of how you're going to feel late summer and into the fall. So be aware of what came up last week and how you managed it well and how you can manage it better when Mars is there. Because Venus is very... Um, Venus doesn't really like to be in Aries. Mars loves to be in Aries. But the thing is that um, Aries is the sign of war. It's also the sign of masculinity and our sense of drive and our ability to move forward with things. And all those things are really great. And Aries people like me are super excited to have a long Mars in Aries, right? Because we're going to have Mars in Aries for a very long time because it's gonna he's going to retrograde there. So 
but it's going to be a little uncomfortable because Mars is going to be squaring all of those Capricorn planets and Venus is, is doing it now or just did it. So we, um, we're getting a little precursor of what that experience is going to be. And that's again, going to be late summer into the fall. So just pay attention to what's been coming up for you because whatever information and however you're managing things right now might be really helpful to you once you get into that Mars time late, late, late summer into the fall. Um, with that said, we also had, um, you know, the Venus and Aries squared Jupiter that had a lot to do with the Harvey Weinstein and the Roger Stone stuff. And the, the sense of, um, bringing the fighting, the darkness and bringing what's dark to light and pulling out the secrets. Um, and then later Venus and Aries squared Pluto in, in Capricorn. And that was on the 24th. And, um, that was definitely, um, that was on Friday and the coronavirus thing really started to pick up steam then. And, you know, coronavirus and Pluto is also a guy is also interested in the things that are unseen. Right. So when we talk about, um, Neptune, Pluto, or Uranus, we're talking about the planets that we cannot see with the naked eye. So while Pluto typically rules secrets, um, all those planets, things that we may not see, right? That we may not know, or we might not be as familiar with, that might not be as tangible for us. So that's something to consider because we're working with those three planets a lot right now, um, especially this week. So Venus is off, just came off her square with Pluto. And now this week she's going to be squaring Saturn. And so squares are uncomfortable, challenging aspects. You don't need to know what anything means when you listen to my stuff, my astrocast or anything else that I do. Um, but just know that I, I say square to make it a fast conversation, but squares are challenging aspects that bring up challenges and opportunities for us to grow because growth always comes from friction, right? So the growth is always catalyzed by friction. So I always say you're never going to leave your job. You're never going to leave your, your boyfriend. You're never going to, um, you know, find a new place to live if there's not something that's bugging you, if there's not some friction. So friction is often the catalyst for growth, and that's why squares are good. But they're not always comfortable in the moment. So with that said, Venus is now squaring Saturn this week, and that is going to be um, well, it's already, we're already feeling it. It's happening tomorrow on Tuesday. I'm recording this on Monday. Um, this is her last hurrah before she moves into Taurus. So this week, Venus is going to move into Taurus, and then that's going to feel way nicer because Venus in Taurus, it's, it's, it's one of her places of rulership. She's the goddess of Taurus. She rules Taurus. So when she goes to Taurus, everybody is feeling a little bit more grounded um, because Taurus is an earth sign and Venus likes to be there. And before we get to that, um, today is that first quarter of the moon that I mentioned. Um, tomorrow, Venus is going to square Saturn in the morning, and the moon's going to move into Cancer later in the day. Um, you may feel limited or contained or confined when Venus squares Saturn. It might feel like, I want to do something. I want to make a big stink, or I want to make a big decision but you can't, something is holding you back. Outside forces might be holding you back. Um, this is an opportunity for you to uh, challenge yourself to be in that state of patience. And again, coming back to the things that we've talked about um, earlier in this 
broadcast this week, you know, you want to be thinking about how can I trust? How can I have faith? How can I be patient? We talked a little bit about that last week as well. So this is a time of we're working with a lot of unknown factors. And so when we're working with a lot of unknown factors, whether it's a potential pandemic or just your current relationship status or job situation, you want to find ways to come back to center and ground yourself, okay? Remember that there's always, 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 um, there's always a way to come back to center, to ground yourself, find a way to trust yourself. You know that you can count on you. Um, Remind yourself of the people in your life that you can count on. And remember that everything is transient. Everything is transient. And that's something that the planets teach us better than anything else, you know? Everything is transient. These squares, these oppositions, the challenging transits, they get followed by trines and sextiles and positive transits where we really like the flow of energy. So everything is, tra- everything is transient. We won't be stuck here forever. Um, so with that, I want to move on to Wednesday. That's a big day this week. So on Wednesday, Mercury is going to drift back into Aquarius. So he's Mercury, he is retrograde in Pisces, but he will dip back into the last few degrees of um, Aquarius. And then Venus will also be moving forward. She'll be moving into Taurus on Wednesday. And that's going to feel really nice. Now, as soon as she moves into Taurus, guess who she runs into? Uranus. And Uranus is the planet of unexpected surprises. So be on the lookout because again, we're talking about all the unknown. There's a lot of unknown factors coming up this week. Um, And then on Thursday, the moon still in Cancer um, will be uh, opposing all the Capricorn planets. And so we're going to be reminded on Thursday of all of the things that we're supposed to be working on and we're supposed to be focusing on because the North node is in cancer and we always want to move toward the North node and the South node is in Capricorn. And so, you know, this is our last couple of months of having the nodes in those places. Um, the nodes were there when we had the Saturn Pluto conjunction in January, which set up a new 36 year cycle for all of us. So this is a good reminder, like, Hey, Remember, you're supposed to be working on that thing that you said you were going to be working on. And I told you to get working on that on January 12th when Saturn and Capricorn got together. So it's a good reminder. On Thursday, the moon's going to oppose those Capricorn planets and just remind you to stay on your path if for some reason you've you've drifted off. Um, On Friday, the moon is going to move into Leo early in the morning. And then the moon is going to make a very stubborn, challenging aspect, a square to, and I say stubborn because it's the moon's going to be in Leo, which is stubborn, and it's going to make a challenging square aspect to Venus and Uranus. And Venus and Ur- Venus is in Taurus, and Venus in Taurus, while she's there, happy there, she's in her rulership, she's also a little bit stubborn. So Challenge yourself on Friday to see things from the other person's perspective. And if unexpected circumstances come up that implore you to pivot in some way, be open to that because Uranus always wants us to see things with a fresh perspective. Okay. Um, Luckily, Mercury will be in Aquarius, even though it's retrograde and Mercury in Aquarius brings more logic. So we're going to feel like our logic and our rationale is back because Mercury has been in Pisces 
Mercury rules the mind. And so our minds have been ruled by Pisces, our emotions, the things that we just don't quite understand, the unknown. If you felt like you could cry the moment's notice or you've been crying and you don't know why you're crying or you watch some movie and it makes you cry and you don't know why you're crying from this movie, that's all very Mercury and Pisces. So we're going to have Mercury dip back into Aquarius and therefore maybe you'll feel a little bit more capable to use your logic and your rationale on um, Friday when things are a little bit trying with Venus and Uranus. Um, and then Saturday, the moon is going to be in Leo and making a corrective aspect to pretty much all the major planets in the chart. Saturday is going to be a tough day. So you want to make sure that you give yourself space on Saturday. You might have to ha change your um, change your plan. You might have to change your plan on Saturday. On Sunday, the sun and Neptune are going to get together. I mentioned that earlier in the broadcast. All the things that are unknown, all the things that can't be touched, the spirit realm, the dream state, our meditative state, all the things that are unknown to us, um, the illusions, the things that we believe that are not real, all of that is going to be illuminated on Sunday. So this is a great day to meditate, journal, baths, take care of yourself, go to yoga class, get a massage, do all the things that are healing for you because the sun and Neptune getting together um, on its lowest vibration will create confusion and on its highest vibration is an opportunity for healing and connecting with the spirit realm. So um, that's something to consider. Um, and then Venus is going to conjunct Uranus that day as well. So that's going to bring in some unexpected occurrences and circumstances. And maybe we'll be seeing this um, in the news. I'm sure we will be with everything going on, whether it's the election or other stuff. Um, but just be aware that you might see something unexpected on Sunday. Um, so you really want to give yourself space this weekend because there are some challenging astrological things happening and you want to be able to digest it and really use the energy for healing and moving forward with your life. So a lot of this energy, while it might be anxiety provoking for many of us, it's also a really opportunity, great opportunity to heal and move forward um, a little lighter than you were before. Um, on Monday, we're going to have the full moon in Virgo at 1.48 p.m. And again, I'm going to be doing my full moon workshop on Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern for um, all the girls in the Luminary League. If you want to join us, head to my website, veronicapretty.com slash Luminary League and join us for $25 a month. Um, we have so much fun at the full moon and all the weeks in between the full moons. Um, and if you want to work more with the planets and use the planets a little bit more in your life, this is a really good place for you to start. Um, that's all I've got for you this week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Remember, the main thing I want you to do is just find ways to come back to center and to ground yourself. Um, trust yourself. Trust the process you're in. And um, that's it. All right? Sending you lots of love. Take care of yourself. And I'll talk to you next week.
Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapretty.com slash membership. You'll find all the details there. For $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month and also get an exclusive bonus Astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty. Same name, no spaces. See you next week.